want to provide a little more depth and detail to our top story this morning. Uh, the uh, trial of former Clay County Sheriff Daryl Daniels, who is facing charges of tampering with evidence, five counts of giving false information to law enforcement, and faces, if convicted, a maximum of 15 years in prison. CBS 47, Fox 30, Action News, Jax's Jake Stofan has been in the courtroom for testimony. Yesterday, we heard from former Jacksonville Sheriff Mike Williams. We heard from Daniels' former mistress and a JSO corrections officer. And Jake, more testimony on tap for today. But let's look back first. What were some of the key moments from the testimony that developed through the day? Well, what I found really interesting, especially in the testimony of Sierra Smith, was sort of the defense's strategy here. They're trying to pick holes in her story. Now, she claims that her and Daniels had agreed to meet on May 6, 2019. So that was sort of the premise for this whole uh, pseudo chase, if you will, that uh, that ensued on that day. Uh, Smith agrees that she did pull a U-turn and follow uh, Daniels. Daniels had waved her forward, indicating, like, you know, follow me. Uh, but Daniels' defense team is arguing that, you know, there was no meeting, and Daniels was just driving by, and Smith, you know, saw him and, and started to chase him, uh, making him fear for his life. Now, one of the things that the defense is really honing in on is uh, the text records between the two that exist, which seem to indicate the last time the two met was on April 28th of that year, whereas Smith claims they met on April 30th and came up with the plan to meet on May 6th. And there, there seemed to be a little inconsistency in what she was saying, uh, which may indicate uh, that, uh, you know, perhaps there, there was no plan to meet. There's also a question of uh, she says she was going there to deliver CDs to uh, Daniels that was in relation to this, uh, this JSO investigation she was under at the time. Uh, and they, you know, asked uh, some of the arresting law enforcement if she made mention of the CDs. Uh, she did in the initial police report, but an inventory of her car found no evidence of CDs. Uh, again, kind of calling into question, was this a planned meeting or not? Did Daniels actually fear for his life, or was this more of a setup situation in which he was abusing his power, which ultimately kind of became the, the premise for this investigation that, then spurred these other charges of evidence tampering and lying to uh, law enforcement. Jake, has it been made clear by da- Daniels' defense whether or not he may take the stand today or tomorrow at all? Uh, it has not. Um, right now we're still in, in the state calling witnesses. Uh, that's still going to take some time. They have at least nine. Some of them will be fairly quick. Uh, but there is sort of the lead FDLE investigator in the uh, in the FDLE investigation into Daniels, who's expected to take quite a bit of time before he can wrap up. I know the goal is to either you know finish closing arguments by sometime tomorrow or at the latest Friday. Are you able to get a read from just kind of jury reaction? This isn't a, a, a story where, for example, and, and I'm not drawing a comparison, but if you were to look at, you know, like a murder case where you have a murder weapon, you have some clear evidence in a he said, she said, and then there's multiple people involved in something like this and evidence tampering. Are there complexities that you can even read in the jury's demeanor by chance? The jury has seemed fairly stoic, uh, if I'm being honest. Um, and you're right, this is, this is kind of very complicated because, you know, he's not being charged with abuse of power. So a lot of the discussion over that meeting with Smith where 
she was ultimately arrested and let go. You know, that's that's just sort of the premise for why, you know, Daniels came under investigation in the first place. And the crimes he's actually accused of committing are sort of ancillary, you know, they're, they're a result of that investigation, his behavior during it. And they really haven't delved into that too much at this point. I expect we'll hear more from that today. Um, but really, the defense is trying to basically say, you know, he didn't do anything wrong to begin with. He shouldn't have been under investigation. So these actions that he took throughout the investigation, well, you know, there was no crime committed originally, so the state is just trying to throw the, the book at him, if you will, because they weren't able to get him on some sort of abusive power charge. That's, that's what they're claiming, at least. And they seem to suggest that there's, you know, some sort of legal difference between if you lie to law enforcement, uh, you know, in, in a what I guess they would consider a, a valid investigation versus one that's just sort of a fishing exercise. And uh, testimony set to resume a little bit later this hour in the uh, Green Cove Springs area, and we'll be on top of developing details throughout the course of the end duration of the trial. You can follow along at WOKV.com. Action News Jax is Jake Stofan, man. Thanks. Appreciate it.